You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Daily Coach YouTube channel. I have a very special guest for you today, a new friend, and I hope a longtime friend. His name is Rick Mayo. Rick, welcome to Kim Daily TV. Thank you, Kim. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited. So Rick is the owner, founder of Alloy Personal Training. This is a 30-year-old brand. 30 years in fitness? Heck, like most people, I have a lot of people who come to me and say, I'd love to be in fitness, but it's probably too trendy. It's not going to last. I don't, I'm a little too worried. If I put my money into it five years from now, people won't want to do it. So let's get to the heart of the conversation. You've got 30 years. So what do you say to those people? I would say that we are still doing the same thing. Now, what we're how we're delivering service may be a bit different, but you think our brand promise has been the same, Kim, for 30 years. So I would say that some of your candidates' concerns are correct. Fitness can be very trendy. So when you're looking at a fitness concept, look at something that might have some staying power because as everyone knows that's listening, you're, you're entering a 10-year agreement, a partnership, if you will. And you want to be able to be viable through the entire decade, if you will. And so one thing we're proud of is for 30 years, we've done personal training. Now we might service it more efficiently and there's technology and all of these things that are going to continue to evolve over time. Doesn't change the brand promise of accountability and specificity 30 years and running. So we're really proud of that. I'm going to tell you guys my personal story about working out because I'm literally on a training call for Rick's brand. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm, I'm at the gym while I'm listening <laughs> on my earbuds, training with my personal trainer. And they're like giving the demographic of their ideal customer. And I'm like, check, 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 check. Like I can totally validate every single thing about his demographic for ideal customer because I've been training with my personal trainer for 10 years. I was a personal trainer, guys. If you've heard my story, you know that I was the personal trainer. And so why do you pay a personal trainer? Well, Rick, why do I pay a personal trainer? <laughs> well, yeah, we, it's a great, great question. And I think it's obvious. We mentioned it earlier. It's Most people know that exercise is something that they need to be doing but they need accountability and they need some direction to make sure that they're making the most of their time. And so when you talked about our customer avatar, I was laughing because as we were having our webinar, we were launching within the Franchise Network, you know, all the notes are popping up along the side and here's this person, Kim, and she's like, yes, oh my God, I drive a Mercedes. I'm in this age bracket. I'm in really good shape. I've done this for 10 years. And so, you know, one thing that's unique about personal training is it does drive the price threshold a bit higher. But what that does then is that we appeal to an avatar that's somewhat underserved in fitness. So if you think about most class-based concepts are going after 30-year-old people that are already relatively fit, see that in all of their advertising or whatnot, you know, we're really targeting 45 to 65 with money that wants something more than a just 
once you know one size fits all class and we do that well and so again you're the perfect avatar so it was so fortuitous that you were on that call and i was really laughing as i saw your notes come through if we could have high five digitally we would have <laughs> uh sadly i am more than 45. <laughs> yeah join the club like, yeah i i can i can talk to my friends about that orange theory class but my back hurts just listening to them talk about it my knees are aching and that doesn't mean that we don't do high intensity interval training with the my personal trainer so so when we say let's define personal training for the audience because my personal training isn't like one-to-one -one. i'm right. in a small group so i'm going to answer the question i asked you like why do i pay the personal trainer i pay my personal trainer for 10 years i I love him. Like I love going there, but it's accountability. Yes. I don't, I'm pretty self-disciplined. I love to work out. So for me, it's less that than more like he's like up on the cutting edge. He's an exercise physiologist. He's it's, he's the expert at knowing like how we don't do sit-ups anymore. It's bad for your back apparently. So there are better ways to engage your core than doing a sit-up. Like I would still be doing it the old fashioned way that I learned back in 1990. Right. <laughs> so that's why I pay him. And like, also I kind of like being bossed around in the gym. Like I'm the boss right. of my life everywhere else. I sort of just like showing up and shutting up. Well, most of the time I'm shutting up. Most of the time he's wishing <laughs> I was shutting up. <laughs> and, um, in doing what he tells me to do in the sequence, the number of reps, whatever, you know, and we have really intense days. We have high rep days, low rep days. We have days where we do a lot. We do time trials. We do plyometric drills. We do, I mean, he makes it fun. We do these reaction drills with different like balls and stuff. Like it's not just like pushing weight. Strength training is the core of what we do because you know, that's most probably beneficial for shape and uh, tone and whatever, like I think bone density after a certain age, but it, he makes it fun with all these different modalities. And, but the, all the other thing that is the benefit to me is I trained in a small group. So I'm with like two to four other, you know, people and it's just more social. It's more fun. We sort of have this little camaraderie with each other. Yeah, 100%. And so this is something that obviously, uh, you know, the the trainer that you work out with was somewhat familiar with our work because I speak a lot in the industry and he had been to some events where we were speaking and we've oh, been... Wait, Rick. And there is that. As I'm telling him, I'm talking, I'm listening to Rick Mayo. He's like, oh, I, <laughs> I've heard a few times. And I'm like, did you rip off this guy's business model? <laughs> Well, exactly. And I mean, it's, it's, we've been teaching this, you know, in mass and, and, you know, we've had a licensing business, which is like, you know, franchise light at 2,300 gyms worldwide that we've been teaching some version of what we've done over the last 15 years. So to transition to franchising, um, there was a gap in the market, right? I mean, typically personal training has been serviced in a one-on-one -on -one setting, which is very expensive for the consumer and also not very scalable as a business model. So, you know, again, 15 years ago, we were servicing personal training in a small group setting. So we've tried everything from four to six to eight. And really our sweet spot is, is six people with one coach. And what that allows us to do is bring the cost down for the consumer. And it allows us to make a better margin scalable business for the business owner. Right. So it's really a win win um, both ways around. Now, we're still targeting that same customer avatar because we're going to be more expensive than, say, a class based concept. 
But you're right. You're going to get all the benefits of a group dynamic. So it's fun. And you're actually being held accountable by the other people in the group, which is also really nice. But not such a large group that you're all doing the same workout without any consideration about your particular goals, injuries, whatever those things may be. So it's really a sweet spot that no one's really hitting. (laughs) Yes. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. We always say if you've been active and you're 50 years old, you have some chinks in your armor. It just, it's going to happen. And so you might not be served at like a CrossFit facility or class-based, but- Hold on. I'm not 50. I didn't say I was 50. I was just, I was speaking for myself. That's all. I was not speaking for you. So, but I have surmised that you're somewhere between 45 and 50 years old. (laughs) <laughs> my math's not great, but that I have figured out already. But you're still our perfect customer. If you were in Atlanta, you would be the perfect customer for us. And and again, thankfully, you have this uh, insight by working with someone who's been running a very relevant business model. Obviously, just hearing a little bit of your description of like, you know, we don't do sit-ups because that's not the, the real science is showing. That's the same kind of stuff that we're putting into market. So I'm really happy that you're at a great place. And I think that you fully understand then what it is that we're doing. And again, you've been participating in it for 10 years. And so our average stay for a customer in this model is three years. That's average. So we've got folks just like you that have been here. I mean, some have been here 30 years, which is crazy. But, you know, our average is three. So I think that's pretty sticky when you look at a fitness brand and you're concerned about trends and things like that. And it's all just because we can take people through injuries and, and evolve them over time. Yeah. Even when I broke my leg, I only missed like the first six days after I broke my leg. (laughs) Then I was back in the gym because well, you know, what's so funny is yes. And we'll have people that say they take a ski trip to Aspen, right. And they tear an ACL. It just happens. Right. Or something happens. And they're like, and they reach out like, ah, you know, I've got this shoulder, uh, you know, I was hiking and twisted my ankle and we're and our response is always like, great. You still have a, another good leg, core, and upper body. Come on in. And we can work around that. And, of course, there's that like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> really? I still have to come in? It's like, yes, you still have to come in. But that keeps people moving, right? And that's the best thing for everyone, uh, the business and the consumer. So, uh, yeah, we're, it's, it's a great service. It really is. I love that we are able to do personal training and have been doing it for so long. I love that I totally get this model. And and I'll tell you, like when I broke my leg, not not to make this about me, but when I broke this when I broke my leg, um, my doctor was like, We don't see healing in people your age. And I didn't dare tell him that I was already back in the gym because I was afraid he would tell me not to do it. But I knew I was totally safe because I was with my trainer and you know, he was basically bringing all the weights to me and like you said, I still had another good leg. I still had arms. I still had a back. I, I could right. do a little bit of core. But um, it, for me, it was more like mental, like just keeping in my routine when I was just feeling so like, you know, stuck. And anyway, he, the doctor, it was the first time in my life that I saw how functional being in shape and be in fitness really can be versus just like, you know, feeling good or vanity. And, it, and so I, after that, it's like you it was, I had a reason to go to the gym to, to, and then once I got able, once I was able to start using my leg again, rehabbing, you know, I'm a hundred percent, I have a hundred percent. I had some nerve damage. You know, the doctors were like, don't ever expect again at your age, you're going to be, you know, back to a hundred percent. I'm like, 
I'm a hundred percent people, a hundred percent. And I owe that to my trainer. Like we were in that together. He and I figured out more things. When I went to physical therapy, I was telling the physical therapist what I was doing at the gym. And she was just like, oh, just keep doing that. <laughs> like right, right. You know, a good personal trainer is like, who really knows their stuff. It's, it's invaluable as you age. That's the, that makes this even more sustainable in the market. Yeah. And you mentioned physical therapy. So on our corporate team, we have a doctorate of physical therapy, a registered licensed dietitian. So all of these things factor into what comes out as like a very scalable program model. And we have technology that tells the coaches, you know, this is Kim, this is her level. This is what she's to do and not to do. Here's the program. And they can simply marry the two together, which makes it very scalable because the question that we often get is with personal training, do I have to hire trainers that have exercise science degrees and have all these certifications? And the answer is no. You know, we're big proponents of hire the right athlete, which is like, looks good, tons of energy, lots of fun to be around. And then we handle all the technical programming by saying, here's the client on an app, right? Here's these tiles on an app. Here's the program. And they just connect dots. But all of the things, all the science and the, the tip of the spear strength conditioning programs that come from professional athletics, we just sort of, for lack of better terms, dumb them down to make them work with everyday people like myself or yourself. So let's get to the 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 model. I love focusing on the fitness part. You and I, we, we had like a prep call. All we, we can just talk <laughs> fitness together all day long. That's so, right. all right. So let's talk a little bit about like your ideal candidate, not just your ideal client, um, the ideal candidate that you're looking for. And let's, you know, before we do that, Rick, you told me this amazing story because I was like, so why Alloy Fitness? And mm -hmm. then he tells me why. And I'm like, we, you have to share that. It's so powerful. So why Alloy Fitness? When we were first starting to license, you know, we were taking our program to market. We would we would do it as a white label, but we would power systems inside of other big brands and, you know, the big some of the biggest fitness franchises in the world. And we were building coaching programs and powering them for them. And they were saying to us, look, what is this thing called? Like, we need a name for it. Like, we're bringing on blank, whatever that is, right? And so we were just a local gym name, and we were just using that name for our license. And we thought, all right, well, we need to get a name. So we hired this great firm out of San Francisco. And, you know, they're, they walk you through this six-week process, and they come out with a name that has the ability to be trademarked as well, which is super important. So I can remember when they come up, you know, when we filtered down all these choices and they came up with one of the last few choices, which was Alloy, I thought, well, that is the dumbest name. Like, that is so simple. I could have come up with that. But as you know, like, simple is the hardest thing to do, right? And so now in hindsight, I was like, oh, it was brilliant because the very definition, the very Google definition of Alloy is a combination of metals or things to make something stronger or better. And so when you think about that, that works from me to my franchisees, right? So in that partnership, we're stronger together. And then so it passes all the way through to the consumer. And so it's like, ah, oh, brilliant, you know, because it's nothing without a combination of things. And then when they are combined, they're better and stronger. And so when we took this to a branding firm, they built, you know, stronger together, we had that tagline, which is perfect for Alloy before. Again, a lot of people, Hillary used it for a campaign. Forget about it. We had it way earlier than all, than all the politicians and whatnot. But also the, the logo, two pillars leaning on each other. And then everything that we do is about the combination of people, strengths, talents, whatever those things are, to make a better process, a better service. And so, yeah, we're really proud of it. And again, I didn't like it at first because it was so simple, but that's the beauty of hiring experts. <laughs> 
Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. Yeah, it is so simple, but then it's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I love it. Thank you. Love the name. I love it now. I'm Thank so you. glad I asked you that question. All right. So then let's go back now to the ideal candidate to be an alloy fitness franchisee. Is this someone who's quitting their job and diving in? Someone who loves fitness? Someone, t- tell us, who, do you, who are you looking for? Really, there's three avatars. And I think you can say this about a lot of franchises. And we have all, we have all of them already. So owner operator. So this is someone who loves fitness. They're a consumer of it. And they would like a job in fitness, which means they're going to be the owner operator. So they are trading their corporate job for another job. Now it's a fun job and it's a great job, but it's still a job and that's fine. So obviously owner operator, they're hard to beat. They're in their shop every day. They're servicing clients. They get to put their hands on the results. Awesome. We have those. Now we have a lot of also semi-absentee. So these are people that are leaving their day job. They're doing three to five and their job is not to go and work inside the facility so much as it is to support the managers, the operators, if you will, of each individual, do community outreach, that type of thing. And then we also have a a contingency of just complete investors that are not quitting their day jobs. And all they have to do is find operators and we have systems in place for them to identify talent um, and, and sort of suggested comp structures and whatnot that might at least lead them in the right direction for how that would work. And so really for us, it's just anyone that is a good leader that believes in fitness as a lifestyle, right? Um, Whether they're personally super fit or not, if they're on that journey, we're happy with that. So they have to believe in it. They have to believe that it's good. But beyond that, Kim, they could be an owner operator or an absentee owner either way, and it'll work just fine. Yeah. So 30 years of history gives you the opportunity to create multiple models that work, that are vetted out and different franchisees that a candidate can talk to who are at different stages of development. So on that note, let's talk a little bit about the stages of development of a franchisee and how (laughs) a franchisor has to be uh, I've I've covered this in other interviews with franchisors, but you know, a, a year one franchisee is different and it's handled different than someone who's in it for three years or five years, and certainly someone who's in it for thirty years. So, Rick has this amazing like setup analogy. I've never heard this before. When he said it to me, I was laughing so hard. So, share with us like the analogy you have for handling franchisees at different stages of their life. Yeah, and I, I think. You know, I don't know where I heard this. So like anything, I probably heard it somewhere else. So we'll give credit where it's due if I could think of where it was from. But uh, the analogy would be that a franchise or franchisee relationship is very similar to a parent-child relationship, right? Whereas if you think about the stages, when a child is one-year-old, as an example, you know, the parents are everything. They provide all the comfort, they provide food, you know, and and you literally need them as a lifeline. And that would be similar to a franchisee just starting, right? Well, when that child turns three, you know, then they want to start spreading their wings a little bit. Like, no, I want to do this or I want to do that. And that's very similar to a franchisee, right? It's like, okay, I'm in six months or I'm in eight months. It's like, I want to bring in these this wild food service program. And, you know, just like with a child, you don't want them playing in the street. It's very similar with a franchisee. It's like, ah, you know, we don't want you to do that. And here's why. Not always popular, but again, being a parent isn't about being the best friend. It's about 
trying to make your children successful, very similar, right? Then you evolve into a teenager and we all know what the teenager parent relationship can be like. I've certainly been through it. And you know, your parents don't know anything. And you know, why are we paying these royalties? We're doing all this work, blah, 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 right? That kind of idea. And it's just natural that that happens. And then as they evolve, you know, then you become a 20 something year old. And I think Mark Twain said it perfectly. Like my dad got a lot smarter between my age of 18 and 22, <laughs> because you just start to mature a little bit. And you're like, okay, fine. You know, I get it. You guys are helping me. I'm making money. This is cool. I get it. And then, you know, last stage would be maybe you're four or five years in. Now you're 35 years old. You've had your own kids and you're like, all right, I don't want to hang out with you guys every weekend as my parents, but I can really appreciate what you've created, right? For me and the, and the you know guardrails that you've given me. And I think franchisees all go through that process and they do it in their own time. That could all happen in a year. It could take five years, right? And so I think if we, if both sides, franchisee and franchisor, understand that nature of the relationship, then you can navigate those sticky points that are inevitable in any relationship. And you just understand that it's not my job for you to love me all the time. It's my job to make you successful. And it's not your job to, to not complain or whatever that's going to happen. I just need you to run the play and we're both trying to make you successful, right? And as long as that's understood, it's not going to be perfect. But uh, but yeah, I think going into it that way really sets the, and we're, we're totally transparent with franchisees. Like, hey, this is the way it's going to be, right? You know, it's going to get crazy. Build out's going to be hard. You know, we're going to do these things, but we're all moving in the right direction. We've got a great process in place. And if we do the right things, we're going to be successful. But again, along the way, of course, we're going to, we're going to run into, you know, difficult times and we're going to feel like parent child at some time. And I think that's okay. <laughs> Guys, you heard it here. The truth. Always on Kim Bailey TV. The good news, the truth, and inspiring stories. I think we covered it all in this one 15-minute conversation, Rick. <laughs> Likewise, Kim. Listen, I really appreciate it. It's it's so great to meet a fellow fitness enthusiast, right? And if we ever get to meet face-to-face, -face, which we may in a few weeks, it sounds like, um, or a month or so, then we'll catch a workout together and talk shop. That's going to be fantastic. I don't know if I want to work out with you because before we end <laughs> this, there is a rumor going around that maybe at one time in your life, you were uh, Madonna's personal trainer. Is that, rumor? Is that true, Rick Mayo? <laughs> you know, Kim, a gentleman never kisses and tells. I will, I will say, though, that Madonna's oldest daughter, I think her name is Lourdes, she is not my child. But she might be the child of the trainer that came after me, which probably speaks to my professional boundaries. My wife hates this story, by the way. I always say if I didn't have strong professional boundaries, that first child of Madonna's, she would have been mine. But I didn't. And the next trainer did it. So <laughs> we'll leave it at that. And over a beer, All I'll right. fill you in on the so rest guys, of the details. <laughs> the degree of separation from Madonna right here on Kim Daily TV. That's right. That's <laughs> that right. fantastic. If anybody that's listening to this is interested in learning more about the Alloy Personal Training franchise, you know that I want to be your daily coach. What I'm going to ask you to do is leave a comment below or reach directly out to me via my email, which will be on the screen, and give me the opportunity to pre-qualify you, to financially qualify you, to make sure the territory that you live in is open and viable. I will serve you up to Rick's team, and then they can take you through an active investigation of this opportunity. Rick, thank you for being my special guest today. I've enjoyed this time with you so much. Thanks, Kim. It was my pleasure. Until next time, my name is Kim Daly, and I want to be your daily coach.
If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.